they think that they just do, you know, I will win on their own and their problems will be solved. So therapy or coaching or whatever you want to call it, uh, some people don't like the word therapy because it's, oh, I'm sick. It's not for, like, coaching, guidance, however you want to, assistance, it's just a word. Um, so that's what I do for work. The thing is, there is the conscious mind that is here in this bubble and it's whatever you can access. And then there's your subconscious mind that know it all, that is connected to source. And it's protecting you for survival. So it doesn't let you access it. The answers, the, the, everything you're looking for, it's out of this box. But when there's people, uh, therapist, guide, coach that help you to ask better questions, then you can get better answers because when you're so focused on, on, on one question, you don't see the broader spectrum of the other question that would bring you the answers. So <clears throat> giving you an example, like that, that people understand a 3D reality of this. How can I save money, right? How can I, instead of wasting $5 on Starbucks, how, why don't I buy a $2 coffee and save $3, right? That's one way of thinking about it. And then you're so focused on, I need to save money. And, but what if we reframe it then? How can you make more money? How can you make 100,000 a month that this coffee doesn't matter anymore, that you can have the coffee and you can have a Lamborghini and you can have the traveling and you can have whatever you want. Like, why do you need to save, 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 save? So when you're in that scarcity mindset of trying to save on everything, you forget that you could just make more so that you don't need to save on everything. So that, that's kind of like when, when there's a question and you're so fixated on it, like, like, should I be with that person or not? Well, the question, like, maybe why are you scared of being alone? Why does it matter so much that you're with that person? Like. If it's so toxic, why do you feel like you need to stay? What are you scared of? Like, are you scared of being alone with yourself? Are you scared of not being enough? Do you see it as a failure? There's so many other questions that can be brought to your attention that you'll get a better answer instead of, should I be with that person? Well, maybe I just want to be with that person that doesn't respect me because I'm so scared to be alone that I'm, I need to feel attached to someone and I don't feel like I deserve to be respected and treated good that this person treating me like a piece of shit is all I need. And then it's just for me to remember myself. So the thing is, working with therapists and working like even for me as a coach, when I work with people, it just toss you bounce back the ball of like, this is what I think and then have you taught that and then you receive the ball. Yeah, but what? And then you throw the ball and then the person catch it and then, okay, but what about that? And then it's like a, it's like a game of like playing with your mind. But sometime alone, it, it doesn't stimulate it. Not sometime, like every time. Alone is not the same. We're a team, we're a mission. Like it's just like realization. So that's what a coach is for. That's what a guide, that's, that's the whole thing. Uh, so first, can you tell why did you decide to do Ibogaine and uh, yeah, what brought you here? Um, coincidences, like they happen everywhere, it's synchronicity. So I saw it on uh, Instagram, Joe Rogan was talking about it and uh, some people had transformation 
and I guess we're always looking for answers, looking for the purpose of life, the meaning, like all those questions, doubt, fear. And um, I like to experience psychedelic because every psychedelic is a different teacher. So I never really heard of Ibogaine. I heard the name before, but I never really did research on it. And then I was like, oh, I'll follow Beyond and then um, I'll see later. Like, maybe I'll go like when it's time. And then we started talking right the next day on, on the IG page. And a friend that same day, I was telling me that he has a place in Hawaii that do Ibogaine. So I was like, oh, it's funny that you say Ibogaine because I was trying to make him do a mushroom journey in psilocybin and then it just didn't happen. So I was like, he was like, I want to do Ibogaine. And I was like, okay, let's go to Beyond then. So then he canceled. He was supposed to come, but he had to work. So I was like, anyway, I'll go and then you can come later. Funny thing is he texted me today, like, fuck, I really need to go to do Ibogaine. But I didn't talk to him yet about what happened. And um, yeah, it just aligned with my life at the right time. And I was like, maybe Ibogaine can answer a question that I'm seeking for. So yeah, that, that's how it came in my life. Okay. Can you tell a bit more about your preparation before your journey? Uh, what did you like the research part and the mental, physical, and spiritual uh, the preparation? The preparation here or? Um, From the moment you decided that you're going to do Ibogaine. I don't, didn't really do research on it. I just trusted that it was there for a reason. And then um, I talked with Tally on the phone, which is the owner. And... Um, I listened a little bit to Andrew Uberman podcast that you sent me and I just I didn't really care about all the data and facts. I just knew it was like a calling to come do it. So, yeah, I, I came and then from there on, the team was like amazing and just they make you like get ready, do some question, seek answers inside of yourself to be ready for what's going to be shown to you. So, yeah. What were your intentions for your journey? Um, Did you have any? Yeah, I was like, I, I, I wanted to know what I was scared of, why I was suddenly in my life fearing death. Mm -hmm. I've never been scared of it. And then I had one psychedelic journey that scared me. And since that day, I wasn't scared of dying in, but I was scared of not coming back from a psychedelic trip. I had this, one trip that I got stuck in my mind for hours and I was like, fuck, it's not a good place to be. And uh, since that day I got scared of, for, for no reason. So I wanted to face that fear. And I knew Ibogaine was the longest journey that you can do. So I was like, this, it, it gotta be it. I gotta be stuck with myself like for that amount of time so I can face what I'm, the fear that I have because I can't live in that fear. Um, I was scared of taking psilocybin, like big dose, hero dose. I've never been scared of it, but since that moment, I had that fear, the, the doubt, which was causing me what they call a bad trip. It's just bad trip is just the fear that amplify, and if you let it control, it's, it's not going to be a pleasant experience. So, ibogaine for me was the master, like the the hardest, like the strongest. So I was like, I'll just go directly to it, and I'll see what it has to show me. 
Okay. Can you speak more about your eyeballing journey in the treatment room? What did it show you? <clears throat> how was experience itself physically and like, yeah. consciousness? Damn, it was weird. It was like very, very intense journey. Like I started like in an hospital bed. I don't know if it was a future event or a event that passed like a memory because it was mixed with so many memories. But the first hour and a half I was in the bed and they were like either doing a surgery or something and they were saying that I was dying or whatever. And then I kept peeking because I was like, fuck, is it happening now? And because you're in the bed and I was seeing looking up and seeing myself a reflection of in the same bed, but different hospital, it was an hospital. And you could feel the nurse touch you, talk to you, and it's just, it's like so real. So, yeah, it just showed me this, then I was like scared of like, I was running after something the whole time, like trying to get answers at all costs, but I couldn't reach it. And then when I was reaching it, there was no answer. And I was like, fuck, is somebody's playing with me? And then, yeah, I was frustrated. I ended up like being like, fuck, I did all that for nothing. It's, it's not, I didn't get the answers. And then I started to have like, slowly on the coming down towards the end. I didn't have the release I thought I would have, like the crying, whatever. It just, it didn't hit me yet. I just, I had this feeling that I was in love with my girlfriend. That was one of the, thing I wanted really to get out and it just gave me certainty in terms of some area of my life um, later on like after you integrate it and I kept trying to remember to not look for answers on the vision but it was it's so real that you forget that it's a vision because it's it's like it's happening now so you you're like oh what is that but but, but it's just you're supposed to let it flow but it's when it's too real, it's, it's, it's like, it's hard to remember that you're supposed to let it flow and just observe. So, yeah. What were, can you, um, can you conclude now or bring up some insights, the main insights that so far came up from eye-wiggling experience and integration? Um, yeah, I, I think it gave me the the frame to then go Buffo and then Buffo answered everything. Like, it was, I, I think now I see it as like, I don't think I would have, could have, but it's, I don't know if Buffo would have been that powerful if, because I began kind of face your fear and, and then teach you some stuff and then you integrate also with Buffo. So it was like, yeah, it's like everything that was I wasn't still fully processed, I got the answers. Mm-hmm. So, can you talk more about the Bufo? What is that? <laughs> and uh, how was your experience? And how did it help you integrate? Yeah. Um, Bufo is like, it's a frog, a toad that you uh, smoke, or there's other way of doing it, but it was a ceremony of smoking. And um, it's funny because when I ended up Ibogaine, I thought the fear was gone. But when it was time to take Bufo, I started having that fear again. And I was like, fuck, again? So it was facing again that, fuck, if I go, I might not come back. So we have one dose 
And then I had all my question answered. And I was like, okay, I get it. And then he's like, you go again. And I'm like, again? And I was scared again. And I'm like, fuck. And then I didn't get it. So I had to go again. And that right before that's where it hit me. If I want to process it, I have to fully surrender. So I went in and it just, it answered everything. Like every question I've ever had in my life. Like it was good. Is the fear still there? No. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I can now I will. Mm -hmm. So we were talking about ayahuasca and, and your fear, and this doesn't exist. You know, you heard it before. Like this is not a reality. This is a dream, right? Mm -hmm. So the dream is that you can imagine whatever you want in this reality, and you can go back to source whenever you want. Mm -hmm. And the fears are just hell, Satan, whatever they people call it. It's just illusion. And, and part of your mind that is fear, trauma, scared of loss, of, of, of being hurt, of like, that's why we don't live fully. We don't love fully because we're scared of being hurt, but hurt is just a reflection of our own fears. So until you face those fear, they're going to be there. And then it was for me, the fear, it's you're scared of ayahuasca because you're scared of being stuck with yourself and all your fear for eternity. But it, it's never eternity, because when you, when, once you eliminate them, like once you see behind the curtain of that illusion, there's no fear. So death, that all those things is just a pure bliss. Like it doesn't exist. That's why there's no time. Time is the illusion that we create in this reality. But you could go for eternity and come back at this specific time, moment in, in space now. But you can go back. So when you're in psychedelic, it's just that it it launch you there. But you can come back whenever you want, and it will end. Like it's, it's a duration, and in your mind to feel safe that you're gonna be able to come back when you're scared. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But you never launch forever. Yeah. Like you could be launched forever because there's no time. But the thing is, you can come back whenever you decide. Yeah. And often when you have one of those realizations in psychedelic, you're like, okay, I can come back. I get the message. And then you choose to come back. Because I'm sure that when you got stuck in your ayahuasca, that it took you in a, in a very, very dark place, you came back when you surrendered. So that, that was it for me. Like once I did eight gram of shroom and I got catapulted into a dark, very dark space, like in the black hole with myself. And hearing all those doubts taught, all that thing, like that monkey mind forever. And I was like, fuck, I can't be stuck here forever. That's it. That's up. in the dark. That's it. But once I just surrendered to it, I woke up. Because once you surrender, there's no illusion. You can come back and create whatever you want. Yeah. So I would say if you have fear, you have to go again. As many times as it takes. Like, you go, you look at why you have fear and you go back yeah and once we stop fighting it stop resisting it yeah then it passes yeah it doesn't exist mm -hmm. like all those doubts all that fear all that uncertainty like it's just your mind trying to trick you mm -hmm. yeah thank you for that going from a good experience of pure bliss to Oh, fuck you, I'm here. But the thing is, that part is the part of yourself that you're trying to avoid. 
And that's what psychedelic does. It, it takes you there and drops you. So you don't know how to walk to your fear. You're just being dropped in it. That's why it's so scary. It's like that part that you avoid, that you don't want to connect with other humans. You don't want to love fully your partner. You're self-sabotaging yourself, even in work, relationship with your parents, because you're scared of that part of yourself until you, until you see the illusion. Then there's no, then you come back. Yeah, the way out is through. Yeah, it's, yeah, that's it. Once you face all that, there's no like, I, I, it's a life, it's a life journey. Like it's, it's so much work that I think that's why I got so clear on Bufo One Shot. Cause it's like, I see now that all the dots that I've, Add, like that I dropped all the pin in my life and then Bufo linked them all together to explain the whole vision of like everything that I thought I understood I knew I understood them 99.9% but because there's one there's a very little doubt this doubt is like an inception in your mind of like a ripple effect that is always constant fear that when you make a decision it cannot really manifest in your life because you're creating the doubt that it won't manifest but once you get out of that space and you're just pure love and creation, and once you walk in life with pure love towards people, your parents, your just acceptance, like also got rid of judgment. Like I just started to see human being as like, like sometimes you're so like, your mind will judge. She's fat, she's ugly, he's like stupid, blah, blah. And then it's, you lose touch with human because you're so in the judgment of, and everybody has those judgment. Even if you say you don't, that's the first thing when you see someone, ah, oh, she's ugly, ah, oh, fuck, he stinks, like whatever you want to say. And then it creates a barrier of pure love and connection that you should have and, and, and be. And then same thing when, with your parents, you don't love them fully because of the trauma that happened in the past, but it's just wasting time, but wasting time in this reality, like of like, you can always make the best out of it after that. Like, so yeah, it just gave me certainty in the creation that I'm going to do in this, in this reality. Like if I, it showed me that I choose anything. So because I choose, I can create whatever I want. And then I can stop focusing on what if, what if there's pedophile? What is there's satanist? What is it? There's, there's none of that. Like, it, it, I mean, yes, it exists because you make it exist. If it makes sense, like heaven is here, you're God here, like you're part of God, your source, but here isn't experiencing all the emotion of love and all the other good frequency, but without the contrast, then there's no experience because when you're, when you're in pure bliss, there's no contrast. There's, there's just pure acceptance and pure love. So then. I get, it's kind of boring for the, like, you can go there anytime. It's like, you can come back anytime here, because here you experience a full spectrum of contrast, of like, grief, death, guilt, fear, and then you can just master those emotions, and, and they don't matter anymore, like, because there is, there's none of that. So that's heaven, but heaven can be here, or you can make it hell, or whatever they want to call it, like, it's just, it's in your mind. The mind is the prison. I don't seek for any answer right now. All my answer got answered. Mm -hmm.
all those questions for nothing. Yeah. Like, so yeah, I think we, we seek for answers so much. Like I, I talk for myself, it's like always too many questions that imprison us in the past or the future that we can't live right now. And then we're missing what's happening now. Like the, the book, The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle makes so much sense now of like, you're so in, lost in time. We created as a tool to reference and we, we made it a prison with money and all that stuff. It's just, we're so attached to those things that it's all like, it, it's all causing us pain, so much pain. But I had all those questions, I needed to explain everything, but word can't teach. That's, it's like, you have to experience it so it sink in. And now it makes sense. Like now I just, all my question has been answered. Like every question I had in the universe is just like, yeah. <laughs> Was it clear this after I in or DMT and Bufo really contributed to It was Bufo, yeah. I, I think Ibogaine was um, getting everything ready. Like, my girlfriend was like, I think I just want to do Bufo. And I was like, not because you have fear. You have to do Ibogaine. Like, same for you. Because you have fear right now from ayahuasca or any other teacher. I don't think Bufo will hit the same. So, because your experience with Bufo was one teaching, but I think to... For it to sink like it sink like the revelation I have right now is just I think you, it's it's a synchrony of events. So that, that's why I told her I'm like Nana because she was like I'm scared of Ibogaine. and I'm like that's why you have to do it. That's why you have to surrender so then you can surrender because like you said Bufo just take you there. But if you don't know if you don't know how to get from Miami to LA, even if I drop you in LA and I'm like, walk back to Miami, you can't know how you did it. Versus if I show you the whole way, even if I'm driving, but I show you every fucking step and then I'm like, do it again, then you know how to get there. And that's always been the thing for me. Like my whole quote was, I want to be, I want to live life like I'm on shroom. Because when I'm on shroom, I'm pure heart, pure love. So I want to go and love human being like without that judgment and with full understanding of everything. And I was like, why do every time I come back, I'm back into that fucking human shit. Mm -hmm. I was like, I know it. Like, because when I go, I know it. But like, every time I come back, I was like, it doesn't stay. Mm -hmm. So I needed to go more often, more often, I was like, and then I got scared of it, and then I was like, fuck, how am I gonna do it? Like, cause th that's my place to remember what it feels like. So yeah, I think meditation and breath work and, 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 and psilocybin now is just a tool to tap back into source, cause you could forget. You, I mean, nah, it's, but you could get lost in that human experience. Um, because whatever senses, you're all living life from your senses, it, that's what makes it feel real. But you know when you're a psychedelic that everything is real. And that's the tricky part, so it's all in your mind. So yeah, 
now Kung Fu made it all sink of like know it all like like I'm like okay now it makes all, it makes sense it's just but the weird part is like you now you're listening to that and you can't understand until you understand I read so many books I so many things but it never synced until that time so I think it's just keep going in the journey until until you get the pure um and now I understand more why people get addiction, more like, because they, because if, if Bufo is kind of like, there, there's some um, opioid addicts here, so they say like, it's kind of like heroin, but on even stronger. So now I get it why people get addicted, because they get a sense of God and, and the source, but then they have fear. So they, they try to escape it instead of coming to make it here. They think that it's only there, but it's not here when it's both. So they get addicted to escape here when that, that's, I think the whole word about like escaping the matrix, you know, everybody talks about that. I want to escape the matrix. There's no fucking matrix. Mm -hmm. they, they, this is it. There's no escaping. This is the only matrix it is. Like you make it whatever you want. Like we all, that's the word escape. Like I want to escape. No, I want to beat the matrix. I want to be a master of it. I want to. I want to be a god of the matrix. Like I want to. I want to master myself. That's how. Like, that's how I would see it. Not escaping. Like, that's how I'll, I'll use the word now. It's like beat the matrix. Like, master the matrix. Because escape means that you're. You, you have fear. You're trying to avoid some stuff. I don't want to live here anymore. It's too painful. It's painful because you choose that it's painful. It's like object and things and emotion, they don't have meaning until you give it meaning. Like if you die, somebody that doesn't know you doesn't feel anything. It's just another person dying. But for your mom, it's a whole world that disappear. Memories, feeling. Like if, if, if my camera falls on the floor and it breaks, it's for me that it, I'm like, boy, my camera, like it's my thing. It's, it's I gave it meaning. But for you, you're like, it's okay, it's camera. You know what I mean? Like it's just, things don't make, don't make sense and then there's no meaning for anything until you give it a meaning. Mm -hmm. So if someone says that you're fat and ugly, it only hurt because you believe it. Because even if you would say that I'm, I'm ugly and whatever, I'm like, okay, cool, but it doesn't hurt me. But if I, if I give a meaning to your word, that's when it hits that, oh, I'm not good enough, I'm not pretty enough, I'm like, if I don't, if, if I think I'm not a good dancer and you insult my dancing skill, I fuck, I'm, I'm not good. But if I don't care and I just dance because I feel like I want to dance, it doesn't matter anymore. That someone says that you dance, that you're not a good dancer, or not a good drawer. Like if you, if you paint for fun, it's, you know what I mean? Like that, so all those, yeah, it's, it's, you choose to make it whatever you want because you give it the perception you want. Mm -hmm. You mentioned before uh, about the fear of death. Mm -hmm. That this theme came up during Ibogaine experience. Of death? Mm -hmm. There's no such thing as death. And it's not the first time I came to this conclusion. So, if there was no time here, then we wouldn't be we wouldn't have that illusion that we, our time is gonna end and we need to make something out of it. And there would be, 
It's like if you know you have eternity, you would waste time. Like you would, you wouldn't chase anything. You wouldn't try to live the experience because you'd be like, I live in a hundred years. Like this doesn't matter. So we created that in order for us to force the experience of life and, and make us take action. But there's no time, there's no death. Like it's just, you can come back whenever you want. Like when, when, when I get, when I go from this experience, that, the, this that I created, the mic, like this bodysuit, this human flesh, I can come back as whatever I want. I can be a tiger, I can be human, I can be like, I can experience life however I want it because I'll create my own reality. But if you knew it all, then it wouldn't, then there wouldn't be an experience. It's like, the game is not fun if you know, if you, like, I, as a gamer, it's like, the game is not fun if you have all the equipment and you're the best in the game and you already know it all. It's like, there's no point playing. But if you start at level one and you need to go level 60 and then you need to do quests and you need to gear your character, that's how I see life. It's like, there's a meaning because you don't know. You're starting from ground zero. And then you go and then you're like, oh, I'm, I'm doing this, I'm, I'm, I'm growing. Because the purpose of life is to grow. But if you're dropped as a full tree, full, you're already full, you're not a seed. But if you're a seed, then you can be a, any tree that you want, any creation, and you can extend your branch in any direction, then it, that's what gives it the flow of life and the meaning. But if, if you're already dropped as a big tree and there's no growth, you'd be like, okay, I'm just sitting here waiting for what? You know what I mean? That's how I see it. The process and beyond, since you, since the moment you arrived and the team, and did you feel safe during the treatment? Yeah, um, yeah, it was amazing. Like everybody's amazing. Tom and Talia are on a mission, and uh, it's beautiful to see it. I'm, I'm on the same mission, and it's just beautiful to see and the whole team aligned with the vision and the culture, and they make you feel safe. And, and heard and, and they take you through that process. And a lot of people think it's just for addiction, but I'm not here for addiction and I got the blessing of a life. So it's like, it's not only for people suffering or whatever, it's for everybody got to experience this. The thing is, yeah, when you arrive, the team is just amazing. They pick you up from the airport, they arrange everything, uh, take care of the meal. You just have, you, you just have to be. So it's like you can fully surrender. And then um, for me, that was scared of like <laughs> kind of dying or whatever. It's like, it makes you feel at ease that you're in an hospital like bed with monitor and there's nurse around you. So like you're like, oh, maybe if I die, they're gonna bring me back or whatever. And it makes you the peace of mind that you can surrender to it because when I did shroom with my girlfriend, I'm like, fuck, if I die, she's gonna have it on. Like, if I go right now, it's gonna be hard for her. Like, imagine your boyfriend die right away. But you can't die on shroom, that's the thing. But it feels like you're gonna die. That's, the, that's, the, that's, the, that's where it planted the seed of fear. But when you're in that fear, you're like, fuck, what if? Even if it's not real, it's what if. So when you're in that setting, it gives you permission to surrender whatever permission you needed. Um, and then they help integrate the process. Yeah, so it's like, it's a whole experience that 
like most of the time I did my psilocybin journey alone. I don't want to, I didn't want to mix my energy with no one. I didn't want no one to interfere. I'm like, I don't want no one to call ambulance if anything happened. Like I want to just be and I'll come back. Like I always believed it. So I believe that it's cool to be guided, but, but guided, you're not really guided. Like in terms of like, it's not that they do much. They just own space and put the playlist and then the medicine does the work and then the playlist help to get into what needs to be done. Who should do Ibogaine? Everyone should do Ibogaine. Like, everyone that has the calling. The thing is, whenever you're ready, it will show. Like, there's a saying about, like, whenever the student is ready, the master will appear. And, like, I'm just thinking about people that start chasing psychedelic like it's candies and they do psychedelic over psychedelic 20 30 ayahuasca in a year and this and that you don't understand you you that's not how we do things like if you feel like you need it go do it but it's not going to give you the answers and i got a friend that's here right now that i brought and he's he did ayahuasca right now he never did psychedelic he's like i'm going to do iboga after iboga and i'm like bro like relax this is a teacher you need to integrate and to have the revelation that you're seeking, you need to let it sit and and and, and I hope he's gonna get what he's looking for because everybody deserves it. But I'm not sure I would have get. I'm not sure five years ago I would have get the same answer as right now because it, it was a whole journey of like integration, and then you try to go make it make sense, and then you're like, okay, I get it, I get it, but then you're like, nah, I don't get it, and then you go back and and. I feel like it's a journey of learning and everybody get it at their own time. Like everybody will get the answers they're looking for whenever they're ready. Um, so yeah, it's for everyone. Like <laughs> some people need it more right now, especially if you're like, why it's so good for PTSD addiction, pattern breaking, because it's the master teacher. So it's good for everyone. And even if you don't get all the answers, you can come get some answers. Um, I would just say respect the learning curve and the process. Because even if I give you $100 million right now, if you don't know how to manage it, you'll lose it. And it's been proven so many times. All the lottery winners, almost all of them go back to being poor because they have a broke mentality. They have a poor mentality that you can't. It, it, life will, will bring you back to your value. It's like a thermostat. If the room is set for 72, it will always go back to 72. Even if I put it to 79, the AC will start. If I put it to 50, the, the, the heat will start. It will go back to where you think it belongs. So it's the same in life. You'll always go back to where you think you belong. So yeah, it's, it's for everyone to get answers. It's just don't try to chase it so hard. Don't try to abuse every substance to try to find an answer. And, let time do his thing.